With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. It is Tuesday night. It is a 9 p.m. Eastern. This is what you're used to. This is where we are running on time tonight. You guys are already in the live chat. I am still Dave Schofield, co-editor behind the steelcurtain.com. And with me, as always, getting ready to finally breathe. Is my big brother Rich? Rich, how are you? Oh, that was a good one. That was a good victory. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. I am still the big brosco, just like you are still (laughs) the co editor of Behind the Steel Curtain. Yeah, and we are here yet again after taking in another Steeler victory. And you know what? Steeler Nation enjoyed this win so much better because, I mean, think about it. The Steelers got the lead before Cincinnati ever got an offensive snap. Now, they didn't score on the first drive, but they they had the takeaway and on special teams, got the field goal. Cincinnati never had the ball on offense and wasn't trailing in this game. So that was a good thing to do. But it's, you know, big victory. We're going to talk about some of that. We've got lots of things to talk about. We got some things from Mike Tomlin today. We've got, you know, a great win to talk about and another interesting game coming up that we'll get to talk about here in in the second half. So, but we're going to, it's funny because what always happens, 
something happens in games and everything, and there, there's one big main talking point that everyone wants to talk about the week after. We talked about it a ton at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, so much so that Jeffrey Benedict and I, we did our Steelers Vertex article about the subject today. Mike Tomlin talked extensively about it today, and that would be the Steelers running game. So we're and, not going to talk about it. Yeah, well, not that we won't talk about it at all, but that's not going to be the main focus of our show because I actually sent you a message and said, all right, bro, everyone's talking about the Steelers running game. Let's talk about the defense. Yeah. So that's where we are going to do some focusing on the defense. Not that we won't mention the running game, but um, did, you never really had this one much in doubt on Sunday, did you? I mean, did you ever, you know – I always get excited when the Steeler game's come in and a little nervous. And, you know, through the first quarter is when I start to really get a feel for how things are going. This one just felt completely different to me. I never felt that it was ever in question. No, by the second quarter, I started to say, okay, this one's going well. My The only thing I worried about was the start of the third quarter. Cincinnati got the ball. I thought, we hold there. Don't let them score. Done. Mm -hmm. And we held and they didn't score and pretty much game over. Done. Yeah. I got so, to relax in the fourth quarter. Um, I didn't need my blood pressure medicine. Um, as the game went on, it was actually nice to not be so tense. Actually, my wife was saying, oh, you're not being very loud today. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't either. You know, you know what? I did a lot of clapping. I did a lot of clapping and a couple woos here and there, but usually the 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 family hears me going ballistic because I get to go down into my own area. Um, once again, my son joined me for a little while uh to, with the game. He likes just to hang out. I tell him, hey, if you want to, you know, uh I, I fixed his Nintendo Switch for him. Uh, he was dealing with 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 too much drift, and uh, ha had to clean that puppy out. And he was so excited it was working again. He's like, "Dad, can I come down and play?" And while the Steelers are on, I'm like, "Absolutely, come on." He's only nine, so he's still getting into it. But um, oh, Kyle sits with me the whole game. No, Kyle does, and it's funny because the one game we watched together, my son was wanting Kyle to do. I'm like, "Buddy, Kyle watches the game. Kyle is into this. Kyle even, you know, had." I don't know that we ever announced this that Kyle did one of the knee jerks one one week. No, I, I don't know. know that, I don't know that we did, but uh, the Kyle, week of the tight the week of the Titans game that was so oh, totally so now you're going to tell them. I was going to yep, say we should make people guess yes, which week no. it was. It was Kyle. Oh, and Kyle well, I mean, I was overseeing it because you know it's Kyle. But as uh, was we, I. But yeah. I was traveling and in the car listening on on the on satellite radio and just. Kyle was handling it, yeah. and it got to the end. And I said to Dave, "I said you wrote that, didn't you?" And he's like, "Nope, that was Kyle." I said, like, "That one was Kyle. On. That was Kyle." So yeah, we had a couple good things in there. Kyle, it was, it's almost like Kyle and I were trying to one up each other. So it was pretty good. Um, so let's let's get into things. Before we do, I do want to talk about one programming note. Yep. And we don't want to get ahead of ourselves because this Sunday is the Jacksonville Jaguars. But the next time we come to you, when hopefully Rich can be breathing in that sweet smell of victory, yes. 
it's going to be on a short week, not just because it's Thanksgiving, but because the Steelers play on Thanksgiving. So therefore, we're going to have a little bit of a different schedule here at BTSC with our podcasts and everything. So when, we, when you're going to hear from us is going to be six days from now. It's not going to be your regular Tuesday, 9 o'clock. It's going to be Monday at 9 o'clock because we're going to try to try to get some stuff in before the game. Um, you know, when the Steelers played on Monday night, what we do, you know, you'll, we'll get this later on in the season as well. We ran the hangover early. We were late. We You had two live shows on YouTube the same night, the day after the game. We're going to have to do that this week to get ready for Thursday. So you'll get an early hangover and you'll get an early hangover. <laughs> Sorry. Um, don't get too hungover because then we're going into the Scobro show that night. And I'm pretty sure it's not 100% set in stone that we're going to keep Know Your Enemy on Wednesday, but instead, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to do the preview. Whoa. <clears throat> we're going to do the right preview there. on Tuesday. I hope I'm all right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, do I have gnats flying around in here that I choked on? I don't know what that was. So, um, so that we'll do, we'll do the preview on Tuesday night. So I'll still be here Tuesday night, but it'll be with uh, a couple guys that aren't quite as pretty as, as, as the big bros go. So just to let you guys know about the programming note, this defense, the title of the show was if defense wins championships, then the Steelers are the team to beat. If defense wins championships and the Steelers are the team to beat. Now, does it mean that the Steelers are right now the best defense in the league? Depends on what you're looking at. Okay, they're really good at takeaways. They're really good at getting to the quarterback. Um, not too bad at giving up points. Have a tendency to give up some yards at times. Various things in and out. But the bottom line is, you don't have to be the best defense in the league to win the championship. You just have to be a really good defense and an offense that's doing doing good things as well. And I think that this was not a flashy defensive performance, if you know what I mean. Not, not that you're going to be looking at it and you're going to get eight highlights from defensive plays from the Steelers. But I think this was, in my opinion, probably the most solid defensive performance they've had on the season uh, in all. In yes. all. Because yes. I know yes. there was times where the Steelers have complete, completely shut down the run in some games early on, but then they gave up some stuff on the pass. The reason I think this is the best I mean, it uh, it was how I had to lead off my by the numbers article the day after the game. Yep. Other than the score in the turnover margin, what really won this game is well, zero for thirteen. Zero for thirteen. Down. Yep. I mean, what what do you think of that? That was what was nice. I mean, how many times have we gotten mad because it's like you know third and thirteen and we give up first downs? You know, yeah. We, they, we put te get teams into third and long and then just give them up, and we just weren't giving them up the other day. And that was huge. Did we give up a few plays that upset me? Sure. Like coming out of halftime and on Cincinnati's first play, giving up an 11-yard run for a first down. Yeah. You know, I was like, geez, come on. <laughs> you you know. know what that was. You know what that was. That was one play they figured out at halftime that they thought could work. And they ran it the first play. Yeah. That's what you – I mean, for someone oh, who used to coach football, 
if you get the ball coming out of the second half, you're like, oh, I really think this play will work. That's the first thing you run coming out of the half. You so, know, in the in the first half, we had the one blown coverage that gave Higgins that big gainer. Yeah, that Minka ran down. I that didn't get was, to break that down, but two two guys, I no idea which person should have been the one covering covering deep, but everyone got sucked up. Yeah, they got they just got messed up in their coverage a little bit and and gave up a big one there. Luckily, Minka was, you know, playing that deep safety position, was able to cut him off and not give up a score on it. Yeah. Um, but you know, we didn't have a uh, yeah, we, we've had some games where our secondaries had three, four, five, you know, several busted coverages, and that was really the only main, the main one I noticed. Um, I thought Joe Hayden had a heck of a game, actually. Yes, he did. Um, he he had studied some film on Joe Burrow. Yeah, he knew what Joe Burrow liked to throw. He knew which patterns he liked to throw to the outside there. And he was doing a fantastic job of being right on top of those and not giving them up. Yeah. And not only that, I thought Minka Fitzpatrick was, he was, you got to honestly, you got to tip your cap to Joe Burrow. He is, he's a D he's a, he's going to be, Oh, he, he already is. is a good quarterback. I'm going to say that I'm not going to knock Joe Burrow. Because now, did the Steelers do a good job against him? Absolutely. And that's the part of the thing I'm saying is I still feel that they did a good job against a quality quarterback. I think Joe Burrow is, you know, even with his tiny hands, he held on to the ball, threw it in the wind when it was really windy, especially early. But, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick was trying to take advantage. Let's just say this. If that was Baker Mayfield – Nick if it's Patrick probably gets three interceptions. Yeah, probably. Because he would have fooled, he would have fooled Baker Mayfield into throwing at least three of those balls um that he would have picked off. Well, the, I mean, I, it was time Minka was sit, was right there, perfect position, almost in a position, knowing where the ball's gonna go. And and Burrow saw it and didn't and wisely didn't throw the ball. Right. So, and the one time it earned us a sack. Yeah. Because he did because he saw yeah. Minka, went to the next read, boom, we hit, you know, down he goes. Um I I was noticing our secondary um throw a little bit of the linebackers in there. We were doing a lot of pre-snap movement, mm -hmm. and we were doing a lot of show one defense, and at the very last second before the snap guys were moving and giving a totally different look and it was really throwing the Cincinnati offense off their game. Yeah. I'm going to ask you this and I'm going to check Actually, the lines. That might've had more impact on the receivers than it was on Joe Burrow. Joe mm -hmm. Burrow was making the correct reads. I noticed a couple mm -hmm. times though, receivers ran routes that they probably shouldn't have run against the defense that mm -hmm. they were you know, they had option routes and they were taking the wrong option. Yeah. So, yes. Go ahead. What I was going to say to you, I'm going to ask you this, and we'll also go to look at the live chat, see what they have to say. Who do you think right now is the better quarterback at actually dissecting an NFL defense? Joe Burrow or Baker Mayfield? Joe Burrow. I think it's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow as well. And what Mayfield's in in his third season, 
and he was a number one overall pick. But I, I all I already think that Joe Burrow is that much more ahead of of Baker. Well, you, we all know Baker Mayfield sucks. So now, um, hold on, I'll, I'll go one. <laughs> I'll go one further. Yeah, let's take the three AFC North. Oh. I've been winning quarterbacks and ask I, me which one reads yes. the defense is the best. Which one reads the defense for the, best? For the pass, mm-hmm. it's Joe Burrow. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's still, now, it is. Lamar Jackson Lamar. does read very well on those. On on, on the, the option the, plays. He, uh-huh. he's, he's got those down. Yep. So I I agree. And, I, and I'm saying this for, you know, I don't think we're going to have any Cincinnati trolls in this week, the week after. But – I think Joe Burrow is a quality quarterback. I think he has a terrible offensive line um, and not a good defense to back him up. And I Although mean, I felt that offensive line pit played better against the Steelers than they had been played. Yes, yes, we got four sacks, but they didn't look nearly as bad as they had. They didn't look like Swiss cheese. They did yeah. not. And notice that they they were supposedly supposed to have one lineup, and they and they kind of. Wanted to make a surprise and um, and kind of switch their starting lineup on their offensive line on Sunday. That was kind of interesting, but um, yeah, I in all, I think the defense did what they had to do. I mean, let's look at a couple of things. They gave up the one big pass, yep. Which then they ended up giving up the touchdown on fourth down, and if you go back and look at it. It was in the first half, so I wouldn't have been throwing a fit about it. And you sometimes don't want to do it for the off to help the offense because that frustrates me to no end. Is you know, a couple of years ago, I'm still mad that the Steelers on fourth down against the, the Raiders in Oakland called timeout and let them set up their play because Coach Tom wanted to set their defense. This time, Steelers should have called timeout. They were rushing their other young guys out on the field. I know Antoine Brooks is one of them. I don't know if I can't remember if it was Justin Lane or if it was Marcus Allen or who it was, but the Steelers weren't exactly sure who was going to be doing what off the snap. They should on that fourth down touchdown that they converted, they should have called timeout because that's a big play there. And all three guys covering were were sitting on the same level of the defense when they were out there, which just begged. To get picked off, yeah. Well, and 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 what's when I saw that play, I'm like, boy, wouldn't it be nice if you could get it in, like, just for that play spe- specifically with those guys out there? If you could just get a get a a linebacker or someone, if you had somebody extra to just to for someone not at the receiver level, but at mid level, cut off the slant. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, because. You, you almost had a feeling that that's going to happen. They're going to try to rub and come to the inside and, and you know, take away the slant, let those other guys defend the fade, and and there you are. But they weren't – I mean, so that was a play. It wasn't terrible, but it did give up a touchdown. Um, If not – I mean, just think if they stopped them on that play. Yeah. Then, then they have no touchdown. They end up kicking a field goal late. I will be honest with you. Some people are like, why do you bother kicking a field goal when you're down that much? You know why you kick a field goal when you're down that much? Because their quarterback was hurting. He the quarterback that, was hurting. That's when he got rolled up on. He was hurting. And you're like, you know what? Let's go kick it. Let's go kick it. Get some points on the board. Um, because your odds of having fourth down with an injured quarterback was was tough. And then remember, what set up that drive? 
Oh, the fake punt. The fake punt. So the Steelers gave up 139 rushing yards on on Sunday. But like I said in my article, 39 of them were on the fake punt. So that's not on the defense. That's on the special teams. Um, Then 22 of those yards were run were the the runs on the last drive after Mason Rudolph had come into the game. So which tells you which tells you at what point the game was. So really the Steelers held him to 70 yards and no and no running back over 50 for the Bengals. So right. we'll talk about the Steelers running game just a little bit, but let's let's sit some of these live chat or not a lot super, super chat chats. things. First yeah, of all, I do want to say real quick pretty much everyone in the in the live chat I've I read it they were in agreement that yeah it's Joe Burrow when it comes to, to stuff yeah. he's got the he's he's going to be a good neck up quarterback in my opinion so um Sean Garrity says the bungles are the bungles yeah they are you know what they're not as bungly as they used to be if you know what I mean they've got a better coach they've got a smarter quarterback um Give them time and they won't be as bungly. And they're not the same bungles that you despise that were just a bunch of punks taking cheap shots and stuff years ago. That's not who yeah. they are. Now, their fans are no better, unfortunately. I mean, come on. When you know, when an article during the game talked about, about um, no surprise that Joe Burrow takes a cheap shot on the sidelines, but Dupree had his hand out on him, and he's running out of bounds. If anything, he's trying to grab him and slow him down. And they tried to say that he was trying to take him out of the game. Um, that's pretty ridiculous. But anyway, um, yeah, that own website, their own users called him out for being ridiculous. Um, so that was one. Here's another one. Feel free to do this. This is from – oh, I'm going to mess this up. Um, I'll just say scope. Um, for $1.99 in the tip jar, it says, Steelers Nation, drop your zip code. And they got the 60608. Um, any idea where that is, Rich? <laughs> I got no clue. No. But hey, feel free in the live chat. Go at go, go some ahead folks, and do that there. Some folks oh, for doing it. Yep. Um, because I, I it jumped ahead. Yeah, I see some lots of sixes there. Um, two five four oh four. Hmm. Interesting. Four five four five eight. Hmm. Uh let's get one more. We got a ten dollar from Joey Jr. Thank you. Uh from Joey Jr. for ten dollars in the tip jar. It says, Hi guys. Uh Give a game ball to Sutton, his third game with a forced fumble. Ridiculous. That is pretty good. And you said it knee jerk. He kind of missed the play in order and actually giving up that reception. Yeah, he did. And completely recovered it by going after the ball. By getting the ball. Yep. You know? He, yeah. His, his coverage mm-hmm. was not spectacular um, to give up the catch, but he didn't give up on the play to chase chase it down from behind and knock the ball out. Yeah. And he's just, you can tell that he's really worked on trying to force the ball out on guys. That's why he's, you know, forced several fumbles here of late. So yeah. Can't, can't, can't complain about that at all. Um, He's, he's filled in nicely with Mike Hilton out. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's different. This is not to be a knock on Cam Sutton, but he's not Mike Hilton. No, because they're so different. And, and you know what? Right. They use them differently, and that's why sometimes they use them at the same time. Yeah. Because Sutton is more of that is that you know coverage nickel dime person, where Mike Hilton that's his weakness. You know, he's he's almost like um, um, a mini a mini linebacker. 
that's coming in and he's blitzing and he's stopping the run and he's taking away some short stuff. But if you're <laughs> short stuff, that's funny. Um, but he's also not the guy that's going to stick with someone with a, you know, down the field. That's yeah, more you don't, you don't, you don't Mike Hilton covering the speedster 25 yards down the field. Yeah. So um, out of curiosity, I'm, I'm really curious about this. Did you notice a difference in the Steelers with the return of Tyson Alo Alo? Um, some. Yeah, I mean, Alo Alo didn't play that many snaps. Really. Nineteen snaps, and a lot of them was not at nose. Yeah, they played a too. lot of nickel, big nickel. You know, they would they would do that. Um, yeah, we went a lot of two it. two interior two yeah. interior linemen, Bud and TJ. Yeah, I mean there was yeah. some with Highsmith getting on the field too. I mean he's really coming yeah. along, man. Well, Highsmith had the same number of snaps; he had nineteen. You know they got some Marcus Allen coming in there. Antoine Brooks Jr. I mean he had twenty eight snaps. He was just behind yeah. Vince Williams. So, I mean it, the way they were doing things was quite interesting, but. You know, it, it was what it was. Um, I just think knowing that when you went base, you had that other veteran, solid guy, and it, it was good. I think a return of Mike Hilton would be huge as well. And according to Coach Tomlin, looks like it's going to be this week that he's getting ready to make his triumphant return. Possibility of getting Chris Wormley back for some depth on the defensive line. Um Looks like he, they're going to start the clock with him this week, according to Mike Tomlin in his press conference. Uh, only guys that were dinged up from the game were were uh, Trey Edmonds and Jalen Samuels. So that's just some interesting news. What was, so, what was Samuels? I know Edmonds oh, was a hammy. I, I think they might have both been hammies or okay. might have been quad or something. It's funny because I, as soon as he said it, I, I'm like, oh, that's a soft tissue injury. Not surprised for someone like that coming back from not being at practice all week. So yeah. I'm trying to look it up real quick because I believe it or not, I actually have the transcript. Brad, Brad Jewett says both are hammy. Both are both are hammies? Okay. Yep. Um, I'm going to yeah, – oh, Jalen Samuels had a quad. Okay, is what is what he said. Edmund oh, the hamstring. Okay. So one's the front of the leg, one's the back. They're both yeah. they're both thigh injuries. So you're yeah. right. We'll say both thigh injuries. So um, so you were on that, Brad. Good job. So let's talk about the run game real quick. Did you get to see Vert? Did you get to read the Vertex article today, Rich? It was a long one. It was. And it came not. out late in the day. I saw yeah. it when it came out. I did not get to go read it. Yeah, I know. Because you. I know you were even rushing to get here tonight with me. So I know that's on your to-do list. Now, I've got to say this to you all out there listening in podcast world, even on YouTube. If I know there's, there's some of you out there that you don't go to the site. You don't. You like your audio stuff, and that's what you want. Um, just like there's people on the site that they're not interested in podcasts, you know, to each their own. I have a challenge for you though. I stumbled across something. I can't believe my boss didn't send this out to us, you know, from SB nation saying, saying that, that this was happening, but something I stumbled across today mentioned it to one Jefferson Bartholomew Hartman. He's like, really? He's like on your phone too. I said, yeah, on my phone. He's like, I'm checking that out. 
I put it in our staff Slack channel. Jeffrey jumped in there. He's like, this is great. If you go to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and you click on an article right now, you have the title, then you have what we call the, the deck, which is basically like the subtitle. Then you have a byline, which is funny because now the article I clicked on just didn't happen. <laughs> it's happened to not have this. And then right below that, you have this new little thing going on that uh, has a little play button there. That they have it to where you can listen to the article. That an algorithm, now it's funny because sometimes they, they screw up names. Like uh, like it was Fitchner um, was, was one that they were talking about. Randy Fitchner um, and Eric Ebron. But other than that, it, you could actually listen to the articles. Now, it's funny because right now on my, on my website, it's not, on, on my laptop, it's not loading um, as, I'm, as I'm looking at it here. And I lost my, I don't even know what I did, my phone to see if it's even working there. But that was a feature that they had going on today. Uh, sure. So Check it out. You want to ever something that's not really out there? No, it was there all day. It's no joke. It was there all day. I'm like, I got to talk about this on the podcast. And then all of a sudden I, I go today, I go now and I'm like, uh, so it might depend on your operating system. It's funny because then I had a computer problem. I wonder if that was part of it, but <laughs> I don't want to say that. Um, I'm just seeing if it worked for me for mobile because that's where I had it earlier was it was coming up on mobile. It, yep. It's right there in my mobile right now. It says, listen to this article. So it might depend on what operating system you have, but if you, you know, see if it's there, check it out. If you're like, oh man, I'm out of podcasts, even though we have four or five going every day, I'm out of podcasts. I don't know what to listen to. Go, go listen to an article. So just thought I'd throw that out there, check it out. Before we finish up this game, Rich, the run game, any thoughts? It's just not where it needs to be. We're just not pushing anybody off the line. Um, well, you heard it. You saw it in my knee jerk. Um, it was like, and it was funny because people commented on that one line probably more than anything where it was like, hmm, there we go. Running wide to the left again. We've done it yeah. three times. It's lost four yards every time. Yeah. Why don't we try a different play? <laughs> yeah. Well, Je it's funny because for the Vertex article, Jeffrey tipped me off to this. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, the stats are crazy. And I gave him all the credit of figuring out what, to, how to do it, where, to, where the breaking point was. It was pre-Tennessee and post-Tennessee. Because Jeffrey says Mike Variable showed what to do to stop the Steelers' run game. And people have been copying it, and the Steelers haven't figured it out yet. Um, and so if you... If, if you didn't get a chance to, go check out the Steelers Vertex article on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Um, I can even show, uh, I don't know if it'll show up on there, that it's a yeah, little, it's a, it's a little play, play button right here underneath the title. You can kind of see it when I showed it on YouTube. Um, it's pretty cool. And like Wes said, he's like, uh, I'll, I'll listen to every article if that's there. Um, but the, the stats changed for the Steelers in the running game. Before, before, you know, from up to the Titans game and after the Titans game, the first five and the last four. And what ultimately changed was the outside run, where the Steelers were doing fantastic with the outside run um, to start. They were averaging, let's see, where do I have it here? 
they were averaging six and a half yards per carry in 62 attempts running either to the tackles or the ends or beyond. Um, this was according to pro football reference, how they break down where the plays go. Um, they had 19 plays of 10 yards or more. When they ran to the right, they averaged 8.8 yards a carry and six plays of 10 yards or more. Um, and when they ran to the left, they had they had 4.4 yards a carry um, with, with, three, with three plays of 10 yards or more. Um, and I also went in and I included the negative yardage, you know, mm-hmm. how that compared. But what's crazy is when you look at the outside runs, this might be easier to, to look at it right here. I have it on my handy dandy stat geek notebook. Um, for the outside runs, they were six and a half yards per carry the first five games, 2.1 yards per carry the last four. Okay. Three yards per carry going to the right, 1.3 going to the left, and the number of negative plays, um, basically a third. One third of their running plays to the outside the last four games have gone for zero or negative yards. Now you're like, oh, well, maybe that's just running the ball bad altogether. Not when you compare it to the inside runs. And the inside runs, the first five games, they were getting 3.6 yards per carry. And the last four games are getting 3.8 yards per carry. So, which is really, really close, you know, slightly better more recently. So what's going on is teams are selling out on the outside runs because Jeffrey was breaking it down that when the Steelers go to run outside, they are telling the world they're running outside. Yeah. And that's what's happening. They're telling the world they're running outside and saying, stop it. And they're sending everybody to stop it. Um, the offensive line not is just, not getting not pushed. Just that. Mm-hmm. It's also not just that, you know, they're telling everybody they're going to do that. We're still having the tendency to just tell everybody when we're running the ball. Yeah. Period. Which was our complaint last year. Correct. You know, every time they and, went jumbo, you're telling them they're you're running. And, and Jeffrey and, broke down. He broke down a play of where they're like, when you see the jet sweep motion, maybe once a game the Steelers throw the ball. And when they did it last week, it was with less than a minute left to go in the third quarter. He had Eric Ebron wide open because of where they were selling out to stop the jet sweep, and he took a deep shot to Chase Claypool and said that was incomplete. You know, right. took the deep shot, but he did have the wide open guy um, right. on that. So when if you're going to run the jet sweep and then pass the ball, I, you like Jeffrey says, he normally loves it when Ben takes a deep shot, but those are the types of plays where you need to make them pay because you need to get them out of jumping on that motion. So Coach Tomlin talked about it extensively today. What else do you want to say about it? I can tell you got something else you want to say. Well, how many times did – we talk about before the season that we couldn't wait to see what we would do because we could put Connor, mm-hmm. TJ Watt. You mean Derek Watt? Uh, yeah, Derek Watt. Okay. Like now you could even say like Juju and Chase Claypool mm-hmm. and Eric Ebron. Okay. You could put those five in talking- the game. 12, right? See what, you know, yeah. So, and then say, okay, what are you, what are you going to throw out there defense? 
Are you going to, you know, are the guys you put in the game going to set up to try to stop us running or passing? And then we're going to do exactly the opposite. Yes, that's that's the kind of we haven't done it. Yeah, um, I'll be honest with you. Jeffrey really broke it down, and he's saying it's kind of like the Steelers are running two different offenses right now. They're running the the Ben Roethlisberger, Randy Feekner, Ben drawing up stuff in the dirt like stuff, yada yada yada, and they're running the Matt Canada motion stuff, and the two aren't meshing. And when the two aren't meshing, you're getting either one or the other. And Ben doesn't like throwing the ball out of all the motion stuff right now. So you kind of know what's happening. But I saw a comment. I don't remember who it was. It was a while ago in the live chat that this is the good thing about the Steelers run game. Mike Tomlin talked about it extensively, extensively in his in to, to start his um, press conference today and about it. Some of that they want to improve. It hasn't been doing well, under 50 yards each of the last three games, but the Steelers have still won. They've still won. So uh, we're going to take a break with that right now because I'm going to come back and tell you what needs to happen with that moving forward just just to keep it in perspective. So if you're listening on the audio side, go ahead and click on over to part two. And if you're with us here on YouTube, hold on for about eight seconds or less, and we will be right back. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.